Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Decide Schematic Advantage. I am Andy, aka Andy Cops, on PSN and Twitter. And joined this week by Andrew. Hey, it's Andrew Bucknutty Kiss on NeoGAF, Xbox Live, etc. Nothing stops this train. (laughs) Damn it. This is Michael. This is Michael Lone Star from uh, the the website formerly known as Gaming Age. Uh, yeah, I I like tacos. Tacos are good. I had tacos last night. All right. Yep. Uh, I'm Tom. Uh, as we think we was on Gaff, Pubs uh, fan. Uh, Fuck the nerds. Thank you. That's all. We can all agree on that. Ah. Uh, yes. Yellow jackets. Yes, they're pests. Okay. So let's go ahead and uh, talk about the. Uh, I guess we'll just go ahead and run through the top ten this week. So. Um, let's see first how, team is let's see somebody how named Bama. Yeah. Let's see how how much this is wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Um, if anything is wrong, by the way, in these notes, we're pretty much going strictly on uh, Mike's uh, notes because I did not have time to do much of anything except for add a few sentences in here and possibly do some punctuation, but probably not even that today. Uh, it was just busy day. But um, So we've got Alabama at number one, Ohio State at two, Louisville at three, Michigan at four, Clemson at five, Houston six. Stanford, 7, Michigan State, 8, Washington, 9, and Texas A&M at 10. And uh, pretty big change there, I guess, with uh, Louisville jumping up. I'm assuming quite a bit. I don't have the week-over-week ranking, but 10th? Okay, so, yeah, wow. Uh, And that was a well-earned jump. They uh, beat Free Shoes Shoes University by 43 points. It probably could have been 70 if they'd wanted to. But they, uh, yeah, they backed they, off in the fourth quarter. I think they set most of the starters like in the fourth. They did, yeah. It, it could have been – they could have easily put up 80 points on them, maybe 90. Um, I don't even know. Maybe they passed the century mark if they wanted to. Um, the, the point was that they they had zero answers for Lamar Jackson, and if they did, they stopped – their players stopped trying about halftime, I think. so. Yeah. Um, look, like, looking at this top ten, I – there's like five teams on here. I'm still not even sure if they're any good. Uh, so it's, it's kind of really interesting because I think that's going to get shaken up a lot. Like, yeah. like I, in my head, like I know Clemson is good, but like they haven't shown me yet again this season. But I'm like, they were really good last year. Yeah, they're sleepwalking right now. I think. It, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, concerned about tomorrow. Yeah, that's uh, that's a game against uh, the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, those guys. <laughs> Okay. Like, uh, I don't know if Clemson's good. I don't know if Stanford's good. I don't know if Michigan State's good. I don't know if Washington's good. I don't know if Texas A&M's good. I, yeah, good. there's I, pretty I much five on. I want well, to ask, like, how many losses does Notre Dame have to have before you stop getting vaulted into the top ten for beating them? It's like USC. Yeah. Um, uh, in, in a way, I, I, don't, I mean, it, no one's going to like it, but I kind of feel the same about Alabama itself. It will be good enough probably to win most of the games, but... Like Clemson, there's some issues that no one's really paying attention to. Like yeah, Alabama has some has some real issues this year too. Um, they're not really going to be 
Like, I don't, because I don't think they're going to be challenged, and by, by the time yeah, the end of the year gets around, I think they may. The SEC, aside from Alabama, the SEC seems historically bad this year. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want, right now, I do not want a part of Louisville. Well, no, I don't think anybody does. They, they're the best team in this country right now. Yeah. Uh, the good news they, is you don't have to worry about it until January, so. Knock on wood, yeah, right? Yeah, and. And the uh, rest of these teams may have figured figured out more about their team and fixing their issues by then. I mean, yeah. if you're a good team and a playoff team, championship team, you get better yeah. as the season goes on. You peak at the end, yep. you know. So, um, but yeah, Louisville is by far the best team in the country right now. And uh, Lamar Jackson, if the season ended right now, should win the Heisman uh, without a, without a question. But I I feel like I've been sitting here like watching. Lamar Jackson every week, like, oh yeah, like let's wait till he plays someone good. I'm like, yeah, I can do that, and then he he just fucking does it against Florida State. I'm like, well, okay, he's actually legit. They, yeah. their defense was so undisciplined, though. It was amazing to see that you would think that they would have keyed in better than they did. They were just all over the place. And I'm I mean, not I, trying to make excuses. He he played he played amazing, yeah. amazingly, but I just I, I mean, I, don't know. I know Florida it's, State it's, was missing that one main cornerback, but you know he. It's a cornerback. It's, it's not like a middle linebacker. Like, it, I mean, the offense wasn't this too. It wasn't the defense exclusively. Oh, well, yeah, I think like, we, we saw against um, Ole Miss that Florida State's offensive line is just abysmal this year. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Louisville did the same thing. They just completely yeah. made them up front. Have you uh, you guys been watching that, um, that Florida State show on Showtime that uh, kind of follows them throughout this season? I, mean, I do not have Showtime, but I, I... I saw a clip of their bench the other day when they uh, when they were getting destroyed, and those guys quit, man. They they, they were done. I, they were yeah, I, back. And I feel like all season, Dalvin Cook has looked like he already has one foot out the door. He's just... I, I think he's injured. I just think he's just not trying. I think he's just trying to save himself. I, what, what would be injured? I just don't know. There was that. There's that. There's that, there that stat I showed earlier that said of like almost all but what say like eight of his carries he's been hit in the backfield. Yeah. This year um, so far. Yeah. Well, sounds like I Nick mean, Chubb. Not yeah. surprised with the uh, offensive line, but yeah. The funny thing about Nick Chubb is he's still second in the SEC in rushing, and he's had two awful games back to back because the because they've been stacking the box and. I mean, our offensive line has sucked, but I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's only so much you can do when your offensive line sucks, and you have you're getting hit in the backfield. Uh, as as a team, and, and I, I don't really know why Florida State was in the top five preseason to begin with. I guess maybe by name recognition and and just because of their skill talent. But I mean, you you have an offensive line that underperformed last year, uh, and I guess maybe the the thought was that they'd be better in their second year or they'd be gelling better. But on top of having an unknown at your offensive line, you have a redshirt freshman quarterback. So I, I don't know what people were thinking was going to happen. Yeah. I think it's uh, – did they, how far did they go last year? Was it 10-3, and three, I think, or 11-3? and three? I forget what they did last year. Something like that. 10-3, and, and they lost their bowl game as, as well. Yeah, I'm assuming that, they, that people just were assuming based on – how they did last year, kind of like with Oklahoma. Uh, you think with a, that a team that goes to the playoffs would be a little bit better than they than they actually have been this year, but they're clearly not on the same level as the 
top teams, and that's not even, I mean, you can't even say recruiting-wise recruiting that Houston has better recruits than them because there's no way that's possible. Um, they, they might have one player that's better than them in their quarterback, uh, but there's no way that they have more talent than Oklahoma does, right? I mean, they, they just got outcoached in that game, and maybe they're better at developing their talent than they are at Oklahoma. Who knows? I will say, uh, on the listen to a radio program about Lamar Jackson, they compared him to like previous Heisman quarterbacks, like Tim Tebow and Cam Newton. At this point in the season, their seasons, you know, they mm-hmm. would have like ten touchdowns, eleven touchdowns scored themselves, and Lamar Jackson's like five or six touchdowns past them. He's like at eighteen scored this year. I would just. And I, I mean, the schedule is actually pretty easy. From now here. on, they have but, they have who? No, but they have Houston, well, yeah, but Houston and Clemson. I mean, they, they they play at Clemson next week, but um, and that but that's pretty much well, and Houston, but that's it. But I mean, don't forget last year, people had pretty much crowned um, Leonard Fournette the the Heisman winner in September, and yeah. that fell apart. So September Heisman winners, I mean, it almost never pans out. So yeah. It could have, well, I mean, but, you know, maybe temper expectations. But, but still, there was the, all the previous Heisman winners had somewhat similar beginnings. So, I mean, it's not yeah. like people were quiet in September and, and turned on in the end of the year, except for Derrick Henry, yes. The, uh, the, the craziest stat from Lamar Jackson last week was that he, he didn't complete a pass over 15 yards downfield, which is nuts. Or you don't have to if you're, what, 10 yards a carry? Maybe more? I think uh, um, I don't know what great, great defenses he plays, but I'd be shocked if any team that he plays from now on doesn't, you know, force him to stay in the pocket and try to beat him with his arm. Yeah, I mean, you would think that people would already be doing that. What you think? Yeah, but yeah. He, uh, yeah. apparently yeah, he's can... enough of a threat passing to have them respect his arm. I don't know. Do you know that? I would rather, if I was a team, I'd rather get beat by his arm than his legs. That's just me. Yeah. Me too. But do you know that Kentucky has to play both Alabama and Louisville this year? Yeah. Should, should they well, even? Should they even like show up? Should they forfeit now or? <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually going to go to the Georgia Kentucky game. That game's going to be I, I, disaster I'll be, as well, probably. Yeah, I'll be going to the Alabama Kentucky game. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, let, let's talk about a little, a little bit. This is, um, if you're on NeoGAF, you may know that this is uh, Chico's new team. Congratulations, Sorry. Chico. I'm glad you found another team that's doing well. It came out of nowhere. Yep. So this is, uh, this is Chico's new team, um, it seems like. So after going through See, what, what teams that was, teams was, Chico went through? There was Ole Miss, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Tech, Notre Dame, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miami, uh, LSU for a week. That up and coming program in Miami. <laughs> uh, They've never been good, right, guys. They've never been good. Right, what, Miami? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're up and coming. I yeah. saw them. I saw yeah. them when they were good. But I don't know about you guys. <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty good though too. They're moving from being the uh, little sisters of the poor to being one of the uh, up and comers, I guess. So. Um, <laughs> And of course, we're giving Chico a hard time, but but really, dude, pick a team, stick with it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Lamar Jackson. He's really good. 
He's real good. He uh, he didn't really do much passing that day. He did uh, 13 for 20, uh, 260, sorry, 216 yards uh, with one touchdown and one interception. He had 17 carries for 146 yards and four touchdowns. So, yeah, it's a pretty, uh, pretty complete game, having uh, being Auburn. responsible for five touchdowns. Auburn, uh, Auburn would take that right now, guaranteed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's more touchdowns than Auburn scored all year. Yes. I definitely think that uh, South Carolina would take that. So. <laughs> yeah. For, you know, like, split it in half and they still take South it. Fortunately, South Carolina's coach is Will Muschamp, so I'm, fine. I'm sure he'd find a way to blunder having Lamar Jackson <laughs> as his quarterback. I think, 30, I think those 35 points that Lamar Jackson scored is probably more than South Carolina scored all year. Um, I know that the 63 points that they scored in this game, as a whole, would be would probably be more than South Carolina for sure all year, right? I mean, yes. that's an average. I, don't, I can't points. remember how many time, how many points they scored last week when they got beat down by uh, South Carolina. They, they scored uh, 20. South Carolina has scored 47 points all season. <laughs> nice. That's close. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> nice. Uh, so anyway. Um, well, let's see here. Uh, yeah, there's some notes here that uh, Louisville's uh, defense and its running backs are probably good enough to beat FSU without Lamar Jackson uh, holding FSU to 284 to- total yards and getting 118 yards on 14 carries by Brandon Ratcliffe. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, pretty good. That's what, about close to 10 yards per carry average? At eight, eight or so, yeah. yeah. Eight or nine, something I mean, like that? that. Yeah, yeah I, that's... I, I, I'll take it. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> Almost getting a first down on every run. Yeah, I'm and sure any coach would take that. 284 yards in college as a total, that seems pretty low. I yeah, mean, it is. They didn't really have to worry too much about Florida State's offense, really. No. Yep. I mean, uh, all their points were, and there were a lot, most of their points were in garbage time. Yeah, t- uh, half, half of half. it, yeah. Yep, so uh, I guess we can also talk about the next game, which we're going to talk about uh, Alabama defeating Ole Miss in a uh, game that was uh, what an up-and-down game, you know, where I guess if you hadn't seen Ole Miss play before or Alabama play ever, um, you know, when, when Ole Miss jumped out to a 24-3 lead, you're like, well, there's no way Alabama comes back from this on the road. But then... Uh, I don't know. Luck started to swing their way. I guess it's not luck. It's uh, momentum started to swing Alabama's way. Really so, quickly. Really quickly. Yeah, very, very, very quickly, um, as things are wont to do with uh, with Alabama, in my opinion. So things can change uh, very quickly. So halftime, the lead was down to 24-17, and by the time the game was over, they had gone on a 45-6 to scoring run. And, uh, yeah, it seems like they kind of went into a, um, I don't know what you call it, but a uh, bend but don't break. Uh, <laughs> incorrect, Andy. Okay. So anyway, I, 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 uh, I, I'll correct. Yes, they from the time that uh, Ole Miss jumped up to 24-3, Alabama went in a 45-6 scoring run. But then what – Ole Miss scored 14 points at the end of the game to make everything go nuts. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, math, math, sorry. Math. Yeah, 45-6 to six scoring run, and then they let up, and then uh, Ole Miss started to come back and made the game 
much more interesting, and uh, Ole Miss did actually have a chance to to win it at the end. Yeah, they probably blew it themselves again. Uh, they they kicked an onside kick, and who, which we totally botched, or Alabama totally botched. Uh, and then the very next play throws a Hail Mary into the end zone for a touchdown. They had mm-hmm. all three timeouts in like two and a half minutes left. And I, I'm assuming they thought, well, we scored so fast and we have all these timeouts. Why don't, why, why don't we just kick it deep, hold Alabama with these timeouts and then score at the end of the game when they probably should have just tried the onside kick again? Because right. what would have – it would have been the same result. Either they would have recovered – or try to use the timeouts there. But well, I guess the moral of the game here is that um, don't play that, Ole Miss. Well, don't play Ole Miss um, in the first half. Also, in the first half, I'm sorry. I was going to say maybe you want to let them get a 21 point lead now that they've lost two of them. Uh, you know, maybe what, what you should know is that if Ole Miss has an early lead, it doesn't necessarily mean much of anything because they haven't been able to close games, which may go back to what one thing I was listening to today was that they're, they're pretty talented on the defensive line, but those guys, they don't really have any depth to swap those guys out, and with their offense being what it is, um, they don't really dominate time of possession at Ole Miss, which is fine when you're scoring, but when you're not, or when you're getting turnovers and those guys are out there... Um, you know, I think that part of that drop. Uh-oh. I'm sure he was saying something very important. That was ironic that he dropped when he said the word drop. <laughs> I, I was, Andy, get an Andy. Yeah. I was formulating a thought with Ole Miss's scoring drive, or just speed of offense. I think they had three drives in the entire game where they had the ball for longer than two minutes. And had like yeah, eight, very... eight or nine drives under two minutes, so they're just ruining their own defense. Yeah, that's what they do. So. Yeah. Hey, dropped on drop. Yeah. Did he drop again. He's here. He's here. Okay. Ladies right. and gentlemen, Andy is back. Your indexing thing didn't work. Congrats. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Hey, my disk usage is still only at 5%. I don't know what's going on right now, but anyway. Uh, yeah, what, what I was saying was that it seems like Ole Miss may be getting worn down on defense late in games, which may be leading to some of their collapses. Who knows? Who could say? Um, have we started talking about Cal and Texas yet? No, but I suspect it's going to be pretty quick. Yeah. Cal uh, I saw literally zero minutes of this game. I'm sure it was... Uh, I watched that entire game. It was actually... Or, well, the last half of it when I got done with High State game. That game was, like, actually really entertaining. I don't see and, that. Uh, don't see that. Well, did, well, did anyone watch it and see the controversial ending at all? I, I, I thought... About it. I thought... Oh, did, did someone, like, drop the ball going to the end zone? I think... Yeah, so the running back took off. And uh, it was probably like they, Cal was just trying to kill the clock. Like all they needed was a first down; it was going to be over. But the running back broke one away for like 60 yards, ran towards end zone, dropped it at the one, and then everyone kind of celebrated. And like Texas picked it up like I don't know, 10 seconds later or so. But not like and uh, they reviewed it and said, like, "Yeah, they, he didn't pick the Texas guy didn't pick it up." Like, like oh, it's our ball again. He just kind of like eh, no, it's here. so 
But you so they have to actually pick it up in a certain amount of time, although it's an arbitrary amount of time, so I'm yeah. not sure how they did yes. that. Yes, so he, they, they, they reviewed it and ruled that he actually did fumble it, but no one picked it up in, in, in a certain amount of time, so it was ruled a dead ball. Uh, and Cal position at the one. Yeah, Cal got the ball back at the one, and then they ended up playing it from there. And there were, like, the Texas fans were, like, throwing water bottles onto the, the field, <laughs> which I... I feel like you can't get upset. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, there was, it was a bad call. Like, you probably should have got the ball since you picked it up. Some weird archery rule, but, like, you had lost the game. It was not like you lost, like, how Oklahoma State did last week where they, yeah. the refs actually screwed them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Was, what was the score? Like, in the, like, 50s to 40? It was, like, yeah. 90 combined points? Yeah, it, it was a lot of points. It was super it's high. Just, I forget exactly what it was, but, I mean, it was an entertaining game, I thought. Yeah. Uh, I think that's enough time that we can uh, yeah. spend on this. I think Cyan's uh, wrath will be appeased. Congratulations, Cyan. Yeah. It is, it is right, na- it is right now an okay season to be a cow bear. It's, it's it okay. Is, it's good it's also okay. because LSU is not doing well. So yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yep. So um, Nebraska also defeated Oregon 35-32, blah, blah, blah. We can now appease all the uh, – was it uh, – Go Big Red or whatever they say about uh, Nebraska. Blue, yeah, Go Big Red. Blue Bloods. Yeah. They're there. Our, yep, there you go. I was wrong on that pick. I was also wrong. I can't remember what I said. So uh, You, you, you picked, picked Nebraska as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. It was nice. like two, two versus two. Didn't, I mean, I can't. Re- I didn't watch any of the game, but uh, did I understand correctly that Oregon just, Oregon just kept going for two for no reason? <laughs> Yeah, they were one for five on two-point conversions. They lost I mean, by three points. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, maybe they don't trust their kicker, but come on, guys. It's a it's a chip shot. Like, you can get a soccer player to get it on your team. <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Well, I mean, I think that it's because uh, supposedly Oregon's re- into watching, the, like, these new, like, analytics-type things where they're, like, you know, the... You know, you're you're better off to take the two points than you are to miss the one hmm. most of the time type thing, yeah. and so they're doing that. But which is which could be the case. Like so, so being aggressive works in a lot of cases. But then I saw a lot of people say, well, if you're going to be aggressive in that way, then maybe don't be such a pansy on uh, third downs and stuff like that. Yeah, like, that I guess that's just calling really conservative plays. Yeah, that's that works the, in high school. Yeah, like the high school where the, that one team doesn't punt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just... And onside kicks it every time. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so definitely interesting. Looks like it's turned out well for Oregon. You know, all those national championships they can claim. Yeah. Uh, this whole is working out for them. How, yeah. So. Yeah. So I guess on to the next uh, subject here. We got uh, Jacob Eason, Eason of uh, Georgia, who's now the uh, undisputed starter, has uh, single fan single handedly single handedly defeats uh, the Missouri Tigers twenty eight to twenty seven. Um, <laughs> he I'm gonna leave out that first sentence there. But Aww. he he okay he, he, he has now, now the, become greatest the greatest freshman quarterback in history, according right. to Georgia fans. Oh, according no, to no, no, he's not. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't represent the the majority. Well, and I would never say that until the end of the year when I had a bigger sample size. Anyway, he he did really well considering being a true freshman on the road and in, in his first start when he had been asked to throw it more times since a Georgia quarterback named Corey Phillips, like I think mm-hmm. 16 or 17 years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I seriously don't remember that. 
of Corey Phillips. I remember. I mean, I remember Eric Zire, but I don't. I remember think that Corey I think Corey Phillips was right after Eric Zire, if I remember yeah. right. And Eric Zire was the only. Uh, this is another interesting tidbit. He is the only, I think, rookie quarterback to start a game for Bill Belichick ever when Belichick was with the Browns back in the oh, day. Man. So, he actually oh, started, you said. Well, we're, he's uh, sure he's going to have one starting next week, so don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Zyra went 1-3 one, one and three, uh, <laughs> with him, I think, that year. Of course, the, that was probably the best season that the Browns had had in five years before that. But anyway, um, so Eason passed 55 times. That's a lot. Um, yes, yes. I hope he had that ice pack on. Yeah, uh, Georgia actually ran 96 plays that week, which is like some crazy uh, numbers and not what they would typically want to do, which is to run the ball. But when you have between 8 and 10 defenders in the box every time, it's really hard to run Nick Chubb. Um, I, I just want to say 96 plays sounds like a lot because it is a lot. But what amazes me more is you ran 96 plays, yet somehow only got up with 28 points. I, I well, um, part of that was, is that our uh, kicker, uh, uh, true fresh, true freshman or redshirt freshman, something, some kind of freshman. He uh, it's his first year. Some, uh, his name's William Ham. Some kind of awful. Yeah. Some kind of awful. Yeah, he he shanks two kicks, two uh, two three, uh, well two three point tries. So um, like really bad, really 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 bad. Um, I think his he doesn't have a, a completed field goal this year over 30 yards yet, mm. so uh, pretty bad. Um, and apparently, uh, apparently it's all in his head. Like he's the he's, press and you know uh, the coaches are saying, yeah, he's basically killing it in um, in practice, and so is the other guy who they were probably would have gone with if they'd had to attempt another field goal. I think at this point they're <laughs> they're just not going to try to do uh, a kick. <laughs> If they can. See, I only watched the last quarter of the game, and I was going to ask uh, those 96 plays was like half of it in the fourth quarter because Georgia would have the ball and move like 10 plays, kick, try the field goal, and miss it like two or three times. Yeah, uh, yeah, that did happen a couple times. And there, um, I mean, there there was some bad, um, de- definitely some inefficient football there. Uh, I do have to say that regardless of what they wanted to do with, you know, with Eason um, and with Nick Chubb, at least they were, at least our offensive coordinator kind of adapted to what was going on. And, yeah, that's... and then Eason was able to actually to do it and have a comeback and come back and on a, on a fourth and 10 throw, throw a touchdown. It was a nice throw. It was, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm assuming maybe they were in like a cover two because he was right down the middle of the field. Split well, safeties. it was, uh, yeah, it was uh, a single coverage with with a safety on our uh, on Isaiah McKenzie, who they call the the human joystick. He's five seven, hundred and seventy five pounds, soaking wet. Um, but the dude is unbelievably fast and shifty, and asking a safety to keep up with him is is not gonna cut it. But yeah, they had him in single single coverage, so and they were playing him pretty soft too for some reason. Yeah. And so when when Eason saw that, you know, obviously it was um, it was a pretty easy decision to trust your your guy to like they they had no answer for him on slant routes all night. Um, so yeah, 
you know, it's, it seems like um, this may open up more holes for uh, Nick Chubb and make things a little bit easier for the off- offensive line, which does need to get more it, more physical. It sounds like it might give Georgia, like, at least a thing to, like, work on if you go with, you know, Eason and McKenzie. It, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I think that it was um, the scouting report on Georgia, rightfully so, was that they've got a guy, you know, in, in Nick Chubb who's one of the one of the better running backs in the country, and um, they don't have anything other than that. So just load up the box, and dare them to pass the ball, and so I guess to their credit, they were able to to do that. Of course, now we'll see how much McKenzie's going to be able to do when bigger. DBs may start yep. trying to jam him more at the line or something. So, someone other than Missouri. Yeah. So. Um, and I think it uh, – yeah, and they, they also have Terry Godwin, who's a five-star receiver last year. He, he got a couple big uh, plays this week. Um, receivers are starting to come into their own. I think it'll be – it's interesting. So we'll see what happens this year. Um, also we had Ohio State uh, beat Oklahoma. And Hooray! So our long national um, nightmare is now complete. Ohio we did State it. Has won the national championship. Yes. <laughs> feels so good. Woo. Another one. So uh, feels good, man. I'll, I mean, I'll just touch on this game real quick. We won't spend a lot of time. I mean, Oklahoma is still a good team. It's hard to go into Oklahoma and win. Um, they're they're not nearly as great as we everyone thought they were, obviously. But um, I mean, still going there. We basically the, the score is not even indicative of how out of hand that game was. Um, From what I watched, oh, okay. I, I would say, yeah, the same. It's like Oklahoma was really not in it. They just yeah. Um, Baker Mayfield. The, the intri- yeah, they had Baker Mayfield flustered literally all game. He uh, the high state was running like four defensive ends. So they were putting defensive ends at defensive tackle position and then just rushing him. So then they started trying to roll the pocket. But the offensive line had no idea how to roll the pocket, no. so then they were just missing assignments on the outside rushers. Uh, and it, Baker Mayfield was like under pressure all night. The, the interesting thing was, though, I mean Oklahoma's got got a pretty good backfield of Joe Mixon and uh, Samaje Ryan. Yes. And Ryan really wasn't getting anything done, but they kept feeding him ball. Like he had twice as many carries as Joe Mixon, who actually was getting them going and had that kick return for 96 yards. That wasn't actually a touchdown. Yeah, I I, I remember seeing that too. So there's multiple plays where where guys dropped the ball at the one. Yeah, they didn't even review that one, which I thought was no amazing. No, yeah, but I mean, luckily it didn't come back and bite us. But um, I mean, it was it was a good game. Uh, We we got to see what is the early candidate for catch of the year in that game. It it was an okay catch. I mean, so far it's probably the best catch we've seen this season. Yeah. I thought it was a good catch. Yeah, it was a really good catch. So I I'll mean, give, I'll give credit where, where credit was due. That that was a good catch. Yeah. I'm excited for uh for for what this team can do, considering they only had three returning starters on the entire team. Uh, it's also it's really good to see that they have just as many defensive touchdowns as the defense has allowed touchdowns all year. Uh, which is kind of nuts. That is crazy. Because I think they have. Four or five now, and they've only allowed four touchdowns while on defense so far. So, uh, they look good. I, I coming into the season, I thought that game was a loss. Uh, I still thought it was a loss going into that game. I didn't expect us to play nearly as well as we did. Uh, so I'm happy we got out of there with a win. 
Yeah, I I think I picked Oklahoma and, and also was wrong. I assumed that that they would try to start running the ball more, you know, after not running against Houston, but not not watch I, as uh, much. It sounds like they tried to run and like I said, they are they their offensive coordinator. Um, wow, what's his name? The guy from ECU. Uh, uh I don't know. I'd... Skip Holtz. No. Skip Holtz. Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, he he also didn't run a lot in in his previous stint. So I think maybe he just tr- doesn't like to run the ball. But I mean, man, if, if if the opposing team has four defensive ends in, maybe you audible to a run and see what you can do. Yeah, just seems really yeah. silly. Well, I mean, they ran thirty six times in that game, but they they got down early. Like I think it was you know halftime. It was what was it thirty five. 10, 35, 17, something like that. And they were down 28-7 at one point. So uh, kind of have to start throwing the ball in. Baker had no time at all. You mean they couldn't get any knots? Non-offensive touchdowns? Knots. Non-offensive touchdowns, I think. I don't know. No. It's, it's something CBS kept going on and on about with Alabama. Scoring uh, points defensively in special teams. That's how you. So, that's how. You, that's how you come back fast if you're down twenty-one points. That's true. Oh, but I mean, that's all I got. It was. It was a good game. Impressive uh, game against for Curtis Samuel, Noah Brown, who had five receptions and four touchdowns, which is mm-hmm. pretty good stat line. Oh yeah. So can we go? Can we go ahead and say that the Big Twelve is most likely out of the playoffs this year? Who's, yes. Who's the unless who, they're able to get Houston in before the end of the year? <laughs> <laughs> so who, who's who's no. Who's undefeated you know, left? Like you know, they'll do it during the off season. If they do it during the off season, they're going to claim uh, that as the Big Twelve making it to the playoffs the previous year. Uh, Who's left? That's what they will do. Baylor and I'm West trying Virginia. to look it up. Who, I think it's Baylor and West Virginia. Is Baylor undefeated? Probably some other terrible team. Uh, this is great. Let's see if we're looking here. Is TCU undefeated? No, this they, is probably. They also this is Arkansas. Really, really good radio right now. Oh yeah, I remember that. Right, Bay- Baylor's undefeated and West Virginia's undefeated. That's it. Yeah. I mean, neither of those teams. Uh, are good. Iowa State has not won a game yet. <laughs> so, Oklahoma State <laughs> hey, technically undefeated. Iowa State is below Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, that's got that's got to hurt to look at if you're on the Iowa State team. Still beat Oklahoma so. State that one year. Hmm. That was uh, 2011. Ooh. That was a great game. That was a great game. Double overtime. Yep. Yeah. Um, do we want to move on to the next one and talk about? I don't know. Do we need to talk about Michigan State beating Notre Dame? Other than to say uh, they no. beat Notre Dame 36 to 28, and that's it. Um, and that was good enough to to get them into the uh, top 10. Yeah. So somehow was- beating uh, Notre Dame still gives you some kind of. Uh, Street cred in the, in the, whatever. I mean, I enjoy yeah. beating the um, national championship, but you know, it's yeah, it's good to beat Notre Dame. It's it's always it good, good to beat Notre Dame. Dame. It felt good when we beat them. Ah, yeah. Oh, well, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, and I'm gonna. I think we were talking about this some this week on the Hangouts thing, but I'm gonna try to go to the. Georgia at Notre Dame game next year, hopefully. So if anybody has any tips for where to stay that's 
not in South Bend because Georgia fans have already driven the rooms up to $350 for a Motel 8 or Super 8 per night and 500 for a Holiday Inn. But it um, seems like Chicago or maybe Elkhart, Illinois might be my best option. RV capital of the world. Mm. Yeah, that sounds thrilling. I think I'd rather stay in Chicago, but I guess we'll... I would say Chicago and make a weekend out of it or something. Yeah, That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, so let's see here. We've got a little blurb here. How long have we been going, Mike, so far? Well, yours has an extra seven minutes on it. Uh, about, 30, 30, about, 30, 30 minutes, about 35 yeah. minutes, maybe. Okay, cool. So I guess we can touch on this. Uh, so Rick Neuheisel predicts that uh, uh, Art Briles is going to be hired in some function at Auburn. Um, uh, he, didn't say, he didn't say the script exactly right, but... No, all I right. didn't. Ed, Ed, all right, sorry. No, 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 that's fine. Ed, nefarious head coach Art Biles is to be hired in some function at Nefarious College Program, Auburn. You may have overused Nefarious. Possibly. I blame Mike. Yeah. Um, so I, I was just reading what he told me to do. It's just like like, uh, like Anchorman. Just read whatever's, whatever's in front of me. So. Um, <laughs> okay. Hold on. Let no, just edit this real quick. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, he, he has a uh, interesting prediction. He says, Arbiles will be at Auburn next year, whether he's the head coach or the offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, Arbiles to Auburn along with Jarrett Stidham. Who is Jarrett Stidham? Stidham? Does anybody know? Stidham? Stidham? I mean, he's like I a. Google it. He's Jarrett. a. He was a yeah. big time quarterback prospect. For Baylor. Yeah, former Baylor quarterback. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Everyone on the radio was describing if they showed up at Auburn, especially this quarterback, then their offense would be turned around immediately. I don't know. I don't know how I would feel about Art Bryles in the conference. I don't so think it, that offense works in the SEC. That's what like, I would think because it, you know, like Gus, Ma, was, uh, uh, Gus uh, Malzahn was, was the same. According to 247, he was a top 40 player. I just... Well, uh, they are they are running the um, the Baylor offense, at least to some extent, at, at Missouri right now with uh, Josh Heupel as their offensive coordinator. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I, I assume that nobody was watching the game the other day. Um, Missouri looks better. Uh, that's, what that's what I've heard. Yeah. Hear me? I said you would be correct. Yeah. We didn't watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, there were a lot better games on at the time, so if you had no reason to watch it, yeah, there would be... You mean unless you were Georgia and Missouri. SEC East champion, Missouri? Yeah. <laughs> two, two times? Oh, shut up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, uh, the, the bit of the Georgia-Missouri game that I saw, besides Georgia and their oddities of offense, was Missouri was like, they decided, we're just going to hold on to this lead and run the ball over and over yeah, and over. Yeah, they, they went away from their game plan which seemed like a uh, like a fortunate decision for us, um, but a pretty unfortunate decision, obviously, for for them. They went away from what was working, which was um, getting lined up quickly and trying to catch us confused, that kind of thing. But um, I don't know. Not well for us. They, they do look a lot better. Drew, look, Drew Locke looks a lot more comfortable. I think that they're going to win some... 
they're going to win more games in the SEC this year just because if for no other reason than they don't look quite as hapless on offense as um, some of the other programs, especially in the East do. Um, what else is next on our list? Let me open up this outline again. Uh, yeah. Burn Barn, whatever that is. Yeah, do we so, want to mention this? Uh, Mike, maybe I'll, I'll let you I'll, take I'll this. throw it out. T- today is September 21st and is the 20th anniversary of what everyone calls the night that the barn burned. It was during an LSU and Auburn game in 1996. And sometime in the first quarter, uh, outside this Auburn stadium, there was a fire. And you could see billowing smoke. And it ended up being a, I think, it was like an old coliseum that I think Auburn used to play basketball in. That was already scheduled for de- demolition, and it, it just burned to the ground during the game. Uh, I think LSU won at the end of the game. Uh, let's see. The one thing that I m- remember most was, was, and I don't even know if it's true, but Steve Spurrier had a, a comment. Someone asked him about, I don't know if they described it as a tragedy of, of this fire burning an Auburn library. Because at, at the time, it was people thought it was a library, not some coliseum. But mm-hmm. they asked him, what did you think about the Auburn li- Library being destroyed, uh, burning 20 books? And Steve Spurrier replied, the real tragedy was that 15 of those books had not been colored yet. <laughs> is that a real quote? It's attributed to him, but I don't he, know if I've if seen... When he's asked, been asked about it, he says he doesn't remember saying it, but he says that he was not. He would not be surprised if he said it. <laughs> yeah. He probably said that, and that that sounds like a joke that I was getting ready to make. This uh, this this kind of this kind of brings me to a tangent that it's not we didn't really talk about in here, but I I think every program in the nation kind of has like this quote that was said at some point, like that everyone talks about. Yeah. Like the example for Ohio State is Ohio State was like destroying Michigan at one point, and it was when Woody Hayes was coaching, and I think Ohio State was up by like thirty points or something, and they scored a touchdown with like a minute left, and Woody decided to go for two. And then after the game, the reporter came and asked him and said, Woody, why did you go for two points? And then his, the famous answer to that, I repeat, is because I couldn't go for three. I thought that was a Chip Kelly quote. I didn't know that was a... Uh... I've heard that quote for a few coaches. Yeah, that, that sounds like one of those urban legends or something, but... Uh... No, that one was in the newspaper, so who knows? But it, yeah. makes, it makes you feel good inside, though. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, so let's go ahead and move on to the uh, – we're going to talk about two game of the weeks here. We're going to talk about the honorary game of the week, which is Wisconsin at Michigan State. Uh, we're calling this the honorary game of the week because it probably should be the game of the week, but we just don't know enough about either of these teams to talk about them. So we're just going to give them their props and say, yeah, we really should have done our done better homework on you guys, and you should be the game of the week. Yeah, we're going to move to uh, – Wait, so, no, it's the Buzz Cuts versus the, te- the Moxie team. SEC, 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 SEC. <laughs> Damn it. So you, your game of the week is uh, Florida at Tennessee. And uh, this in you know, this this is my meteor game here. The only way yeah. it could get more more meteor would be if you could uh, if you could throw in Auburn. Actually if you if you could sub Auburn for Tennessee 
or Georgia Tech for Tennessee, then it would truly be an Auburn game. But, um, you know, I don't have any love for Tennessee either. I would say, you know, the the, the old plan of, like, hosting multiple football games at the same time inside of a, a, a racetrack, Florida, Tennessee, Auburn, Georgia Tech, you know, mm-hmm. get all four. Yeah. We well, I'm all about two going. football games in a racetrack next year. That sounds amazing. I was going to say, I mean, you know, if we're going to do this, let's Only do it. Right? There needs to be a, a race going on at the same time. Only yes. in America. It's like the football equivalent of like one of those like quintuple cheeseburgers. that was like, the, the heart attack burgers. Like, that were, yeah. the, the, the ambulance like the, outside. What they call it, the, the double down or something at KFC with the yeah. sandwich with, with, in between two fried chicken uh, pieces or whatever. Yeah, this is like that. It's like the double down. Except I, don't, I don't know if I talked about it last week on this or I was talking to someone else, but the, the week after they played that game in the racetrack, they had another game there that was like a Division two game. And I was on TV, and there was like maybe nine people in the entire crowd. Oh my and it was God. like the most hilarious thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I saw this one guy, and it was like, it was just him. It was just him. It's like, like, at the 50-yard line. Like, he's by himself. He has a whole side of the field, too, or the stadium to himself. And still still couldn't see the game. (laughs) He probably couldn't. Try to Google pictures from that game, because it's pretty amazing. Uh, We'll have to... It kind of reminds me of of that one photo. I forget what it what it was or if it's even a football but it's the fan where where, he, where it's raining it's pouring down rain is this and, popcorn? Is this and, popcorn? He's, and he's just kind of shoveling popcorn in the back of his mouth like, like he's done watching the game yeah, i think it was a baseball game yeah that was a baseball because game a, are we sure because I, okay. I thought it was Pretty one of the sure. wash i thought it was one of the washington teams because he I had thought like, it was a baseball game like a purplish uh, yeah whatever it was it, it cracks me up every time i see it because i've definitely you know, I, I think we've all been at that point at a oh, sporting yeah. event where you're just like, screw all this, <laughs> whatever. That was, that, my moment with, for that was, I think it was 2003, whenever the last time we played, did a home-and-home home with, well, before this past time we did a home-and-home home with Georgia, but the one we did about a, a, a little over a decade ago, and they came into Clemson and won like 30 to nothing in the, September at like noon when it was like a billion degrees outside. <laughs> I just remember just like sitting in the empty stands, like drinking like... Uh, Shots of I can't even remember what I had. Um, it was warm because I had to sneak it in, and it was like yeah, worst nice. thing ever. yeah, warm warm liquor. That's always good. Mm. Yeah, from those uh, little, like single shot bottles. Oh uh, yeah, the, the airline style. Yeah, or the hotel uh, room, I guess too. Yeah, I guess the most exciting thing about this game of the week, going back to that, is uh, after this week we won't talk about how Tennessee may actually be a good team anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this, this, so this is, a... is going to be interesting because Florida has a like I think the number one defense in the country right now, but they also just lost their starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if Tennessee won because Florida can't move the ball on offense, and then we have to keep listening to Tennessee? I think it's going to be like a game of punts uh, back and forth. I mean, maybe we'll see a, it, a, a new a new zero to zero. No, yes, a new three two. Three two. Three two. Three two. No, I mean I don't think it's gonna be quite that bad, but I, I would be shocked if they if he, either team scores more than uh definitely no more than three touchdowns. Watch them score like watch it be a boat race and them to score like it's going out of style. But I can't yeah. see them scoring more than a couple of touchdowns. Because I would disagree that Florida has like an like a, a really great defense. They just haven't played anybody. I mean they have not played. Like a, I mean, have they played a, a top five uh, power, power five team? 
No, well... Or have they only played Power 5 teams? That's not true. They have not only played Power they, 5 teams because they played... We know they have not left this, the state of Florida. We know that. Yes. For a fact. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, well, Mass- something to Mass- keep in mind here, I guess, for the Pickums later is Mass- that uh, Florida has not won in... Or Georgia, Tennessee has not won in 12 years. So... Well, there you go. Florida has played Massachusetts, Kentucky, and North Texas. Yeah, that's not exactly a you know a murderer's row of, of games there. So we shall see, I guess, how good their defense is in some ways because I I don't think that Tennessee's they, offense is that great either. So who knows what will their, their offensive line is 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 in disarray. Yeah, and supposedly Florida has a ridiculous defensive line, so this could be interesting. In um, all, all the worst ways. Right. So uh, let's talk about the turd of the week. Um, not spend too much time on this because we still <laughs> got to do the pickums. But do we uh, know who, who the turd of the week is? Is it Florida Tennessee? <laughs> well, we we said that was our game of the week. Could that also be our turd of the week? I, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see next week. Um, but it does seem like the South Carolina Kentucky game is probably it. As Tom reminded us before the podcast, this matches the. 127th ranked offense in South Carolina against the 127th ranked defense at Kentucky. It's your so, uh, it's your it's your classic uh, stoppable force versus movable object game. <laughs> I think this is pretty. So this is so, pretty much going to be a game of them each like just punching themselves in the nuts over and so, over again. So the in, the end score is going to be like infinity to zero, right? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I just don't know what's going to happen. I, yeah. I don't know. The first of the negative three wins. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this has a better chance of being 0-0 zero, zero at the end. Oh, man. Well, Kentucky actually has a pretty decent offense. They just can't stop anyone. Mm. Right. Well, and this won't be a uh, – obviously, it won't be a 0-0 zero, zero end. It'll go into overtime uh, if we have any really casual uh, listeners listening to this. But uh, well, not that Culpepper might still think it ends in a tie. Or what are we just calling a game any Like, wait, an NFL game can end in a tie? Oh, man, you were. It was, it was pretty bad. That's right. Yeah. Well, let's talk oh, about. Yeah. Let's briefly say that NFL overtime rules are stupid. They have gotten Absolutely better, stupid. but they're still they, pretty bad. They threw out that one little rule where you, you have to score a touchdown first. You, you can't just kick a field goal. It's really, really dumb. Like, like, I forget what the rules exactly are, but I know that they're it's, much okay, inferior to college. Basically, the first team that gets it has to score a touchdown. If they do not score a touchdown, the other team um, can kick a field goal and win it. Well, it, well I mean, if they, they kick a field goal instead of scoring a touchdown on the first drive, then the other team can still tie it. And then, they, and right. then from then on, it's sudden death. Oh, okay. Or basically, after the Wait. first possession, it's sudden death. Let's let's make a mental note to talk about college overtime next week as a topic. I got some opinions on that, uh, okay. but I think that'll be a good discussion next week. We can do that. Yep. Yeah. Let's make a mental note. So uh, South Carolina at Kentucky is your turn of the week. Uh, feel free to watch or not watch that. Do we know what what day that is played? Is that Thursday? It seems like a Thursday game, but maybe no, it's Saturday. Saturday. We got I got the, we got the Thursday night game. All right. It's probably not a Saturday noon game because that's held for Wisconsin and Michigan State. It's also held for Georgia Old Miss, which is a ranked almost new. I can almost guarantee you guys that this is the SEC Network game of. The it's probably this, the 7 p.m. game. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> with uh, with Brett Mushmouth. It's 6.30 Central I, Time, SEC Network. I'm so glad. 
I'm so glad that the uh, the, the two worst announcers got relegated to the uh, SEC Network so I don't to listen to them anymore. And if you're in the Kentucky yeah. area, there are over 1,000 tickets starting at $38. $38 seems like a lot. You're, of looking, you're looking live at Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> all the toasties. Can't wait to hear him say that. <laughs> for, yeah, for all the bourbon in Kentucky. Um, so let's talk about the pick'em. Do you have the results for last week, Andrew? Not well. Not good. We didn't do good. I do. Um, so I'll just do a quick rundown of who, what everyone did this week, then kind of overall. Uh, me and Andy both went 5-1. and one. Andy only got Florida State wrong. Uh, everyone else picked Louisville. Uh, you kind of really screwed up on that mm. one. Uh, Andy was also the only person to pick Michigan State to win. Yeah. Go me. Um, why uh, Why did I pick Notre Dame? Uh, I don't know. You should uh, learn one of these days. Don't pick the Domers. Why, why did I pick Oregon? Why did I pick Oklahoma? Oklahoma, I know, is just out of hope. But Oregon, what was that? Oregon, Oregon then, Nebraska was, you know, it was a close Oregon, game. Oregon would have won if they would just kick a stupid extra point, but whatever. <laughs> and then Mike and Tom both went 3-3. Three and three. They both got the same games wrong. The Oklahoma, <laughs> Oregon, and Notre Dame game wrong. Uh, it looks like Stanford actually played Stanford football this week, so they get a win. Um, <laughs> what is Stanford also, football? Uh, also when they win. Southern Cal didn't, oh, okay. didn't have enough players on the field. For so our current <laughs> overall standings, uh, Andy's in first place currently at 14-4. and four. I'm in second place at 13-5. and five. Mike is in third place at 12-6. and six. And bring up the rears, Tom, at 11-7. and seven. So It's very yes. uh, in order there. Yeah. I enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> The SC speed out in front. I'm, I'm hoping that these uh, next games are like, we won't have as many of the same choices. Yeah. Get some, this is, this get some nuts. Good. Get some we'll crazy see. in here. Yeah. Let's, uh, so let's go ahead and jump into this week's uh, pick em. So we'll go same order as we do in the intros. So uh, Arkansas, does everybody happen to have the spreads handy? I know That's you what I'm trying to pull up right now. All right. Um... Uh, Womp, womp, womp. This is good radio right here. So, Arkansas at Texas A&M is our first game. And hopefully by the time I finish saying this sentence, Buck will have the uh, spread pulled up. No uh, looks like Texas A&M is a six-point favorite. Okay, so they're giving them three three points at home and saying it's basically a field goal on a, at a neutral site. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go... With, I think I'm going to go with Arkansas on the road. Hmm. Uh, this is a tough one. Um, this is like the games that these are the games Brett Bielema wins, and then he loses the yep. ones after this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm going to go Texas A&M. Their defense has actually looked really decent this year, which is surprising for them. They got so that, I'm going to go. That pass rusher is really good. What's his name? Miles Garrett. Yeah, okay. yeah, he is really good. Yeah. So I'm going Texas A&M. I had similar feelings. Like this is a this is a kind of a game that Bert Billima, Bert Billima will uh, kind of hunker down and do Arkansas football, and yep. so I, I think Arkansas. Texas Texas A&M's quarterback will probably have maybe a, a solid off game after after beating the the mighty Auburn Tigers. <laughs> I I will take uh, Texas a and I, I think that you guys are right that you know Brett Bielema wins games that he probably shouldn't, 
but he already won that against TCU, so he's due for a loss. Okay. Uh, next we have Georgia at University of Ole Miss. Uh, <laughs> this game opened as a two miss or two point Mississippi uh, favorite. Now it's all the way up to seven point Mississippi favorite. Hmm. Oh man! I, I guess people went back two and watched Missouri Georgia. I was going to say Mississippi, <laughs> Ole Miss at minus two is easy money. It seems like. Um. We don't need Andy's pick. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which way I'm going to go on this. Actually, obviously, I know which way I want my heart, like in my yeah. heart, to go. But um, I'm still not sure. Come back to me. What? All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. We'll get it to him because it's Georgia. At least everyone gets one pass them on their their home team. Uh, no, I'm. Uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm go. gonna have a pick for you in just a second. Let me think about it. Yeah, I had to pick Alabama Ole Miss. So. I'm going. I'm going Ole Miss. I, I I don't know if Georgia's offense can try to stop that defense, and I don't think that they have the firepower on offense to do or defense like Alabama did to make a comeback. Hmm. It's at Ole Miss, right? Yeah, there's. It's at Ole yeah. Miss. At uh, 11 a.m. local time, after they played Alabama last week. So that's one thing also to keep in mind. Yeah, Teams that's why me. Teams typically, after playing Alabama, a lot of times have a uh, hangover, have a yeah. down game the next week. And it's, so it's that's, kind of what that's I'm, one reason why I'm actually thinking about going with Georgia here. It's yeah, what, what, what that put, put me down for the homer pick, Georgia on the road. All right. Basically, yes, Georgia. For basically exactly what he just said is why I'm going to pick Georgia. Uh, there are a, a few Mississippi players injured. I think they have one running back. Not that they use them. That are that's healthy. yeah. One one big time uh, defensive lineman is out. One of their two uh, stars on the defensive line is out. Yep. So I think they are are banged up enough or dinged up enough. And I think if Georgia it's an early runs, game. It's early game. The, the you know the fans kind of like LSU. They're not sure if they should be like sober that early so they're still drink and it's going to just be a disaster in the stands so it's going to be hot it's going to be hot and early and something i don't know it's yeah. going to be interesting so, so all that i think georgia is close but i think georgia wins i will take Ole miss i think i think you guys are right i think it will be close but i think uh, Ole miss will pull it out in home at home okay Let's talk about uh, next Florida at Tennessee. You got the spread on this one? Yeah, so that one opened at 10, and then the Del Rio injury got confirmed, so now it is a Tennessee six-and-a-half-point favorite. But it, did it start Florida 10? It, it opened as, ten, as Tennessee a 10-point favorite, and now it's down to six-and-a-half. How does Del Rio getting injured bring the spread <laughs> that's, down? That's what I was just thinking, yeah. I don't know. In the world? It, Okay. Um, How these things work? I bet more money got moved, so it's just a money move. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, I would say uh, I don't know. I, I can't go against the last uh, the last eleven years until Tennessee wins this game, and until Butch Jones wins a game that that's kind of a toss up. Then I can't go with Butch Jones in Tennessee. So I'm going to go Florida here. Uh, yeah, Tennessee hasn't looked impressive this whole season, and uh, I'm going to go Florida as well. 
Hmm. Don't really want to go Tennessee for all the same reasons. Uh, they've not looked very good. They've got some problems at quarterback, problems in the offensive line. I think their best cornerback is now injured for a, a few weeks. I, I can't remember his, uh, what his name is. It's like Sutton, I think Cam, Cameron Sutton. Cam Sutton, yeah. Uh, and on the same side, Florida now has like no quarterback. I don't know who's the other quarterback. I just know Will Muschamp didn't recruit him, which is actually probably a plus. Um, I, there's the 11 years of history. I'd like for Tennessee to to not you know it's not win to go 12, and because of that, Florida. That I'm choosing Florida. I will also pick Florida. So okay. Everyone's sweeping on that one. Shit. All right. <laughs> uh, Pitt. Now this week's going to be explicit on iTunes. Probably. Uh, Pitt was. at North Carolina. Uh, this um, is a seven-point North Carolina favorite. Hmm. Uh, I actually want Pitt to be good. I don't know if they're there yet. I'm really not sure about North Carolina either, but, yeah, I'll go with North Carolina here at home. Uh, I'm going to be honest. I know nothing about this team, so I'm just going to take the Vegas favorite and take North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Hmm. Pitt did beat Penn State. You know, they're a true rival. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, no. Penn State is around 50 in S&P right now, for what it's worth. We uh, talked about the, the Joe Paul honoring thing, but uh, I don't talk about it. Yeah. No. They're dickheads. End of story. End of story. Give me Pitt. Wow. I know uh, they barely they barely lost to Georgia or UNC barely lost to Georgia and and you got to throw in. uh, You already picked. Yeah, so it's in the spreadsheet. It's done. Yeah, no, I'm I'm being re uh, I'm strengthening my own choice of Pitt. I'm saying North Carolina might not be quite that good. Um, should... I liked it. I liked it two weeks ago. Then last week they somehow lost to Oklahoma State. Pretty sure. So um, yep. I'm not as high on them as I was. I, I think UNC will will win. Yeah, I would take UNC and the points if that's how we were doing it. Okay. Next game we got Wisconsin at Michigan State. Uh, Michigan State is a five and a half point favorite currently. Yeah, I'm going to go Michigan State all the way, and I would take the points, too, if we were doing that. Yeah, I, so I don't know. I mean, these teams, like, like Wisconsin obviously has played the tougher schedule up now because they, they played LSU, who is, a, I think, a better team than Notre Dame. Uh, but that game was hot trash. Uh, I would say LSU, LSU would beat Notre Dame easily, hands down, I think. I think LSU um, with their uh, Purdue transfer quarterback is a better team now. Yeah, maybe. Uh I, I I don't know Mark D'Antonio. This is this is what he does. So I'm going to pick uh, Michigan yep. State. Yep. This is a Michigan State statement. Ain't getting no respect game right here. Respect. Put some respect on their name, Mike. Yeah, 
uh, I think, in Michigan State. I think uh, they they kind of somehow found a way to win ugly against LSU, but I don't think their quarterback is, is up to the challenge of beating Michigan State. And I chose against Michigan State last week and, and, and paid the price. So, Michigan State. Um, I think they both are overrated. I just think Wisconsin is more overrated. So, I'm going with Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. We got uh, Oklahoma State at Baylor. I, is it, I think we just felt bad for the Big 12s, but I put this one on here. Um, <laughs> I don't feel bad. Yeah, I, I, I think I had originally uh, Southern Cal and Utah. So. Uh, Baylor is a 10-point favorite. Okay. Uh, so we got the Fighting Gondos versus the Title Nines at, uh, at Baylor. Um, I'm going to go... Man, I, I feel dirty picking Baylor, but uh, yeah, I'd have to pick Baylor in this matchup to win this game. All right. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Gondo. I'm going to go with, with... I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm going with Oklahoma State. He's forty. Right. He's forty-seven by now. Yeah, and he has a mullet now. <laughs> oh man. Yep. Uh, yeah. Put me down for the fighting gondos. Fuck Baylor. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna stick with. Uh, hate, I, like Andy, I hate saying it, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Baylor. Yep. The, the week four picks are now in. All right, they're in, and we will revisit those next week and see how badly we all did. <laughs> hey, you know what's uh, hilarious? I'm doing actually pretty decent in this one, but in the NeoGAF one, I think I'm in last place. I, I, I think <laughs> I'm doing decent in the NeoGAF. I'm like, I think I'm fairly average in the, in the NeoGAF I'm like one. In somewhere the top four or five. Players. I have 19 points, I think, last time I looked at the NeoGAF like one. 24, I think is what I had. I haven't looked at it this week, so I'm not sure I how the, I the leader has yet. 25 or 26. So I, I guess we're wild. I think they're going with 10 games a week. So, so do we want to talk about uh, any video games this week? Um, or are you still playing the same old stuff? I guess Destiny oh, happened. <laughs> Destiny happened. I don't know if it any did. of us played. I don't no, I, don't, I bought Destiny, I played it, it was, I didn't like it that much. I will say, though, for a quick call, is that the Mad Max was on the Steam sale, and I bought that game, and I played, played in the shit out of it. That game has no right being as good as it is. Well, it's like, I have not seen in the movie screen. yet. I, I own it, but I have not watched Wait, it yet. You what? should probably uh, watch it, it's very good. Uh, the game's actually pretty cool, because it's like car combat, and then you can get out, and it kind of is like that Batman-style uh, melee combat that you can do. So it has really good hand-to-hand combat, you're Free roam, free roam, you're like building your city and then you get bonuses and everything else. Cool. It's cool. I would recommend it. Sounds pretty cool. Uh, so, uh, and see, do you guys want to say anything about Madden or no? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm 3 and 1. Lone Star is doing way worse. That's yeah. Better. I'm like 0 and 3. I'm leading the league in interceptions. <laughs> uh, interceptions oh, received or given? Uh, given. Uh, given. <laughs> Uh, I, yeah, I'm a. I definitely have like giver. stubbornness. Like, I have a play in my head of what I want to run, and when it slightly goes wrong, it's always hey, picked off. And I'm like, Brett Favre did a whole fame career on this. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I will run that damn play until I do it once. It's like it's the Brett Favre ten cup. Routine. Mike is just out there slinging and slanging. Slinging uh, and slanging. 
We're just pitching and catching. Pitching but, and catching. I mean, except for like one game, I'm I'm at least competitive. I think I lost the third game by like seven points or nine points. Which yeah, well, you got the moral it, it, victory. At least. It's moral victory. I did stuff, just mm-hmm. not kicking very well. You, did you run the the dang ball, Bobo? I, I did. Uh, not very well, but I, I am running. I'm Mark Ingram, because I'm the New Orleans Saints. He's he's like in the top we five need, or six in carries. He's just like three and a half yards <laughs> a carry. <laughs> we need to um we need to find out when uh, me and Mike's game is because we're in the same division. So yeah. I'm assuming it's coming up, but we haven't played yet. So we because he for some reason he decided to go with you know the team with a running super arm quarterback. From some college I can't remember right now. Hey, in my defense, I took them last year when no one thought they were going to be good and they weren't rated nearly as well. Oh, I assume you're talking about the Panthers? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Scam me. All right. So I guess that's enough on uh, Madden this week. You guys want to talk about any any of these TV shows that are listed here? I'd like to talk about the season finale of Vice Principals. I don't know if we should spoiler it. Yeah. It... I, I should probably start watching it, and I'll probably yeah, I probably start watching it this week. So I guess we should not. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll try to marathon this week. I'll try to be ready by next week. It's, it's, I mean, it's, the last episode was... Hey, you need to watch Narcos first. You're going to want to talk about it when you see it, so watch yeah. it. So how many uh, it's How like, many episodes this season? It's nine, nine. and they're half and they're 30 minutes. Yeah, they're yeah. 30 minutes. All right, I can I can pound those out like two days. Yeah, that's, yeah it's, it's easy. Well, like three hours-ish uh, total, you know. Yeah, some, some that, that that checks out. That checks yeah, out. Maybe, like four and a half minutes. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, three, four. I'm yeah. just saying, it's, so. an a, it's an afternoon, you know, when your college yeah. team is losing by 40 points, you can watch yeah. it. Oh, we got a bye week this week, so everything's good. Yeah, okay. I got well, the good thing, uh, good thing is my the, the best thing about my team playing at noon this week is that uh, I, I will only be stressed out from 12 until 3.30 or so, mm-hmm. and then after that, I can actually just enjoy football the rest of the day. Because I really don't enjoy watching my team that much. Um, if I watch a if I watch a replay, I, I might enjoy it, like when I know that we won. But until no. the game's over, I'm a nervous wreck, and I am not a very uh, nice person to be around. Yeah, either. I um, you know, we have the Thursday night game this this week, which I'm like, hey, that means I can enjoy my Saturday. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I I actually I enjoy the college football season more after we've lost the game. Uh. Oh, yeah, because it's so stressful. Just it takes all the pressure off. Yeah. Well, that's why the 2012 season was so great. because, like, well, we weren't going to make the playoffs. It was just like, whatever. We're just going to go out and have fun, like, every single game because it doesn't matter. And then we went undefeated. And I was like, well, that kind of – all right. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, well. Thanks, Obama. So um, I guess we could just go and do our uh, – do we, do we want to talk about any of these other shows? Uh, I don't I'll know. Throw out, you know, there's show. shows coming on now, you know. And they might or might not be good. There are shows on TV that is like there are shows coming on now. There are new shows, you know, that are not reality shows except for NBC. Hey, Arrow is starting up uh, in a couple weeks. Actually, yeah, um, yeah. And and, uh, I don't know if any of you guys guys watch it, but Brooklyn Nine Nine came back uh, last night. I've heard good things. I there's too many shows on TV. I I watch some interesting shows and they'll. Say that, but uh, yeah, there's too many shows to wa- to keep up with for me. Don't worry, we got presidential debates coming up, so I mean everything's gonna be great. Oh yeah, I won't be watching those. Yeah, uh, you also live in the swing state with me, so it's fun. You get tons of phone calls. I don't have a landline, thankfully. They call yourself. Doesn't matter. If they're, gonna, 
take it myself, I'll block them, whatever. All right, um, so I think that's that's it, really, to talk about this week. There are other TV shows coming on that has been confirmed by Mike. There will be sports probably this weekend. Yeah. There um, might people be all go sports. I will say, yeah, after this, I'm going to go see what Jack Barrow looks like as president. Okay. Yeah, that, so, yeah, that could be good. But could um, be good. Is that actually based on like a, a true thing that happens, that show? The Designated Survivor? They actually, I've heard yeah, of is it, it, yeah. Is, is that a real thing? During the State of the Union. I can't I've, imagine. I've heard, certain, like, uh, I've heard of certain like cabinet members like on purpose not being there for something. something I bet it was constantly. Condoleezza Rice. They saved her for the college football playoff committee. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that that uh, pretty much concludes it. So um, I guess with that being said, we'll go ahead and do our reintroduction. So I am Andy, um, Andy Caps on PSN and NeoGAF. Um, Andrew Bucknutticus, not PSN, uh, Xbox Live, NeoGAF, Basic Defense. This is Michael. Uh, Lone Star and Neogaf, Lone Star Jones on PlayStation 4, uh, not PlayStation Pro, um, and I'm on Twitter, I think. Lone Star AL. All right. Okay. This is uh, Tom, as we think we is on Gaff, and uh, Tiger Rag on Steam and PSN. And, and yeah. as, as with the Z. As. One of these days, uh, Mike, or, uh, sorry, Andrew will probably be joining us on uh, PlayStation Network if he can figure out how to get Best Buy to honor his PS4 uh, <laughs> order. I, I'm act, like my email corresponds with them. I'm acting like an old lady who has no idea how to use technology. I'm like, but I ordered it. Why didn't it come? And it's just back and forth. <laughs> he, he tried to get the, the deal that was posted everywhere. It was the two ninety nine for the console with, I think, Uncharted 4 and the and the new PlayStation Gold wireless headsets, like a hundred and sixty dollar headset. Platinum headset. Platinum headset. Yeah. Sorry, I have the gold and better than gold. <laughs> no, that, that headset sucks. Real really? bad. I have the gold. It's fine. So I mean, you I'm, like it. Yeah. I'm trying to give give wait. me something. Uh, Other people's had success getting like a hundred dollars off the console. I mean, I it's not gonna break my heart if they don't. Like at this point, I'm just doing it because it's fun to me. Uh, I'll probably just wait for Black Friday at this point if they don't do anything. <laughs> nice. All right, well, one day he'll join us on PSN. So anyway, with all that being said, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, tune in next week for another episode of the Decided Schematic Advantage. See ya.